Guys, Mike saw Paul, and I'm real aggravated today. And the reason I'm aggravated is because uh, another venue has ruined a timeline of a wedding. And today, I'm going to rant about it, and we're going to talk all things timeline. Mike, hit the music, please. This is the EMG Podcast. I'm pissed, baby. I know. I'm straight up. I'm straight up angry today. But Mike. hold on, hold on. It's not because of me, baby. No, it's not because of you. And I, we got headphones today, and the music has just stopped. <laughs> that was wow. We're that was very professional. Um, I could not believe that we had never done an episode on reception timelines. I think it's it's a crime. It's a crime against uh, the last two years of brides that we've had that they haven't had this resource to listen to. Because you and I complain about it all the time. Guys, there is nothing there is literally nothing more important at your wedding than the timeline. The timeline yes. is the boss of everyone and everything. And it is the difference between good parties and great parties, bad parties and horrific parties. Yeah. 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 And I'm hot because over the weekend, and we're going to put this out on a random day, so you can't tell whose wedding or what venue we were at. We also batched these. Right? Over the weekend. Now, I'm a pretty mild-mannered guy. Contrary <laughs> to my tone, right? No, I agree with you. On an event, I'm a mild-mannered guy. And I'm I had boy. the single worst interaction. It was rude, too. With a maitre d' at a venue mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was all over, you guessed it, the timeline. Why? Right? Why? Why? Well, I I know why, because he was working his maybe second wedding. Yeah. He was seven years old Mm -hmm. and had no experience, and the guy was hopped up, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, However, it led to me wanting to do this, followed up by meeting with a client yesterday who had lots of questions with timelines, right? This is an epidemic, guys. This this is a timeline epidemic, and so we want to speak about this, and I want to lay the gauntlet. I want to lay a ground rule right here Mm -hmm. because I said this to our client yesterday for a future wedding that was asking me about this and she goes, oh, I didn't know that. So let me put this out into the ethos. We follow the venue's timeline. Okay. So timeline is the boss, but the boss is being set by the venue, if that makes sense. So, So no planner can change that. Correct. No planner can change it. No band can change it. No, no DJ can change it. Yes. Right? And no s- photo booth attendant can change that. Nope. And so, you need to discuss your timeline with your venue. I also have a tip of the week here, and I'll put the music in later. I'm going to give you guys some advice. The tip of the week. Do not get a minute-by-minute timeline from your event planner. Nothing happens. You want to know why? Yeah. Because it doesn't happen like that. Yeah, it doesn't work. Sorry, we're hot today, people. We apologize, but we I feel- love 3.56 p.m. <laughs> Photographer <laughs> will load in. Yeah. DJ will show up. We feel very passionately about this. So the venue sets the timeline mm-hmm. because they have to run the food service from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It is much harder to run a timeline firing up 275 entrees than it is for a DJ to say, hey, now we're dancing and now we're sitting down. And so when we as entertainment professionals walk into a venue, the first thing that we look to do is to connect with the maitre d' about 
the timeline. Hey, tell me what's happening. Tell me what your servers and what your kitchen needs in order to facilitate a great timeline. Because a great timeline makes everybody's life better. It makes the client's life better because you're going to maximize the flow and the party and all that stuff. It makes the vendor's life better because everybody has a minute to breathe. And I'll explain what the nightmare story was from over the weekend. Right. But the venue sets the timeline. A lot of times we are saddled with a bad timeline. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, is there is the misconception that we are setting the timeline. And so that if your DJ or your band is not dancing your crowd, or we've been seated for too long or what have you, it oftentimes is not up to us, right? Even though we are the visual piece of people saying, well, there are the musicians and they're not playing, or there's the DJ and he's not hitting play. It really, we have to take our marching orders from the venue. Yeah, I, I do want to interject though. Sometimes it actually can be the DJ's fault or the band leader's fault. And it's dictated by the venue, ultimately. I think I, I think I know what you mean. Kitchen is running 10 minutes late. Or and, not saying or that. Or not saying anything and then not using the peripherals and then sitting, seating people down and then there is a wait. So let me explain that. So we, I go in, right? Uh, I meet up with the maitre d' and I say, what time are you serving dinner? And they say 8.30. An inexperienced DJ company or musician or band or whatever, at 8.30, no matter what's happening, we'll say, oh, it's 8.30 kitchen serving and stop the dancing and sit everybody down Correct. when there could be a likelihood that the kitchen is running behind. Right. And so you always want to have a touch base at around 8.20, 8.25 so that the guests How are none the wiser. How right? we doing? How, How we, we doing? doing? You need 10? No problem. We'll keep dancing, right? Mm-hmm. And so those are the little tricks of the trade that come with experience. But let's recap. But again, right? it's still dictated by the venue. It's still dictated by the venue. So if anyone other than your venue says that they can impact the timeline. They can. In fact, when I sit with our clients and I say, let me explain to you the timeline that I think will give your party the best flow. Mm -hmm. It's always with the caveat of no matter what you and I decide here, I have to follow the venue. So when I have that little pregame meeting with the maitre d', I say, here's the timeline that I discussed with the uh, couples. Now yeah. we're at the same venues over and over again. Right. So we, we know like, their staff. Yeah, we yeah. likely know how they operate and yeah. we can make recommendations, you know, based on that. But so anyway, two stories, right? So the one from the weekend, a couple wanted to go with my favorite timeline. Here's my favorite timeline. And the one that I think aids for the best party. We have an article about this on our website. We both did it. You Doors open, your guests come into your reception, you mm-hmm. know, music is playing. You go into introductions, mm-hmm. right? Right into the first dance, okay? Now here is where the timelines can skew a bit right? In option A, as I call it, you go first dance right into your parent dances, then sit everyone down, do your speeches with your first course, and then get everybody up for a long dance set before dinner. This is the more popular of the timelines in the tri-state area, okay? Mm -hmm. I like what I call the option B timeline. That is, you go into your you know, intros, your first dance, and now you go into a short dance set. Get everybody on the dance floor. They've been sitting at your ceremony, at your cocktail. Let's dance a little bit. Five, 10 minutes. They're rowdy, baby. Yeah, it just sets a mood for the evening. Big time. Then we sit everyone down. We do your speeches and your first course. At the end of that, we do your parent dances. As they're still remaining seated. Because it's easy at that point to hold the attention of the room. Everybody is seated. They're watching. Mm -hmm. And then we get up to dance. Right. That's my favorite timeline. Yeah. So this past weekend... I go in and uh, 
the six-year-old uh, Major D comes over to me and he says, he, first of all, we were rehearsing, right? Yeah. We were rehearsing the first dance. And mm-hmm. so there's like, you know, decorum where when musicians are playing, let them finish playing. Yeah. And Mike <laughs> we, has these big, these in-ears <laughs> that are black. Like yeah. you can see them. They're not like skin tone or like clear. I'm and wearing, right. He's wearing in-ear monitors, like earplugs that he can't hear anything. So the guy comes up and he just starts just motoring and talking to me. And I said, okay, I guess I'm done rehearsing now. So yeah. I stopped playing and I pull my ears out. Band kept going. So it was yeah. loud. And I said, and he just starts going. I said, well, okay. Because we were looking at the music. Yeah. I'm like, the kid is, I could tell he was inexperienced. He was all hyped up. Very excited. Right. And, uh, you know, on fruit roll-ups or something. And uh, so I just went with it. And he said, this is what we're doing. That set the tone for not, hey, what do you want to do? Or we're a team here. Right. Yeah. This is what we're doing. And it was completely opposite of that option B timeline. And I said- That the bride and groom wanted. That the bride and groom wanted. That you've done at that venue. That I've done at this venue. And that I said, listen, I said, I understand. This is what I've discussed with the bride and groom. Ultimately, as you know, we're going to follow you. But I, you know, last time I was here, we did this and I think it could work. He was concerned. I, I he, wasn't, see, he wasn't understanding. He wasn't, well, he wasn't listening. Yeah. I got to get everybody seated for, for uh, orders. I got to take orders. I, I said, I understand that. I said, but the, the, this timeline, whether we dance the whole crowd for five minutes or we have the whole crowd stand up and watch the parent dances, it's still the same five minutes, right? It just, but he wasn't having it. And so all night, the timeline. The timeline was just screwed up from from the jump. We didn't end up doing that. They didn't invite all of their guests to dance with them on their first dance, what they wanted. And it really just kind of, it, it just didn't aid in the best party. No. Here's another example of how a bad timeline impacts all of your vendors. During, uh, he, he didn't want to do the speeches at first course. Oh, yeah. I suggested oh yeah, that was that. another thing. Like He wanted to do them at dinner. Now, <sighs> let's think about the implications of that. The implications are that your guests now don't have an opportunity to talk with each other mm-hmm. during dinner. Mm-hmm. They don't have the, as you would put it, the social aspect of the wedding. They're not yep. enjoying that because they have to sit quietly and listen to your speeches. Right. For your vendors, we are now working through dinner, which again, it's not like I'm saying like, well, I need to eat dinner. But your photographers have just worked for 12 hours, have gotten to your house at eight in the morning for pictures have worked all day long mm-hmm. and when they get 10 minutes of reprise to sit down and rehydrate and get ready for that those nice dance shots after dinner yep they are out now taking pictures and so a bad timeline affects everybody in the room correct right so that was the story from that the the story from the um the future client that I sat down with yesterday yeah. she said the following and I thought that I'd bring this up because this is a very common thing that I hear we want everybody going nuts all night and we yeah. want to maximize the dancing and the investment of our entertainment. We want a high energy wedding. That's what they, everybody keeps we saying. We want a high energy wedding. So we're going to get everything out of the way early in the night. Mm-hmm. We're going to come in and do all the formalities. We're going to eat dinner, this, that, and that. That way, then all we have to do is dance the rest of the night. Now, granted, that's how weddings are done pretty much everywhere else in the entire country. Which is why I don't live anywhere else, Mike. Exactly. One of the many reasons. I agree with you. Uh, the, I hate that. I hate that. We have an industry colleague who has a podcast and talks about the same stuff that we do. And I was listening to an episode. He feels quite the opposite way. Um, I don't like that at all because we did a wedding. So Nightmare Maitre D was on Sunday. Saturday, we did a wedding <laughs> where the kitchen, oh man, Yo. The, the kitchen was bad. And also there was like 17 speeches. Yep. So the they ended up following this timeline uh, accidentally. Have, they didn't have a choice. Accidentally, right? So everything was done earlier in the night. 
and now everybody's sitting for an hour and a half, two hours. You've wasted half your party just sitting down. Hold on. So, think about this. Between first course, what's supposed to happen first course and then dinner is between 35 and 45 minutes. Correct. That's how long the speeches were. Right. They were sitting down listening to speeches for 45 freaking minutes. Right. And so here is what I told my client yesterday. Uh, and tell me if you agree with this. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, I said, a roller coaster wouldn't be as fun if the whole thing was a drop, right? Uh, yeah, I was going to interject before you. You need to have moments of tension and, and relief in order to maximize those more impactful moments. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go from nothing for two hours for then let's just rage for four hours straight. It's not possible. It's not possible. There is a natural lull, even if you can do it, doesn't mean all your guests can do it. There is a natural lull that happens when people have danced for too long mm-hmm. that they need to use the restroom. They need to grab a drink. They want to get a cup of coffee. They want to they, talk. They want to, they're hot. <laughs> they want to walk outside and catch yeah. the nice, whatever. Especially if you have other things going on. Exactly. And so I said, if you want your party to be to have the have people walk away from it feeling like uh, that was incredible give them moments to catch their breath and appreciate the more high energy moments well it's so funny you want to use the kitchen to your advantage so i say to my clients when they come into our design consultations we want a high energy wedding i said every high energy wedding has a nice natural cadence to it right you build up you come down a little bit, build up, come down a little bit. And you, cause you can't stay, you can't run a marathon sprinting the entire time. Correct. Right. You'll, you'll burn out. And so when we, when we go through like an option B or an option A, which still is basically the same thing, cause you're utilizing still the works. same amount of time. Yeah. There's a natural cadence. You yeah. use first course as the first break point. You get all the speeches out of the way, hopefully. You know, we have a speech thing on that too for best man speeches. Keep them short, baby. Keep them short, short and sweet. You dance for 45 minutes, now, you have, now you're at dinner, which is your second break point. That's 20 minutes, so people can talk. People can get in, the, you know, rehydrate, booze up, get some food. Then you have your next break point, which is perfect. And I want to go back to the, the, the bad timeline on that Sunday, is dessert, right? So let dessert be that, be that natural break, because if you don't do that- You're dancing for two hours straight. Now you're dancing with two, four hours straight, which right. is, again, not possible. What I didn't like also, which is why it felt like as a vendor- the, the wedding was dragging, and that's not good. The, Usually, that wedding felt like it lasted it, forever. It, it felt like a six-hour wedding, but it was and only four and a half hours. Not in a good way. No, and the reason is because the maitre d' opened up the Viennese hour too early. Yeah, he did. The, yep. the Viennese hour, if you're having a four and a half hour reception, it's the last half hour. It's not an hour and a half before the, the wedding ends. Yeah, because there's too much. So it's just, now, you're in what no do you man's do? Land. Yeah, you don't do in, anything. You're in no man's land. So- Listen, gelato was great, by the way, though. I want to touch on one other thing that you said here, and that is the planner's minute-by-minute timeline. It is unrealistic, people. Yes. Event professionals know how to hit their time cues, plus or minus. And you need that plus or minus because things happen. Somebody drops a tray of salads in the kitchen that you weren't planning for. Mm -hmm. It, It should delay you by a few minutes, not by a long period of time, right? And so true seasoned professionals with a lot of experience in every sort of facet of our industry from right. photography to kitchens to bands to DJs to makeup can hit their time cues within a plus or minus range. Mm-hmm. Anyone that tells you that they can hit the exact minute by minute timeline is lying or naive, right? Or naive, yeah. right? Or both. <laughs> 
because it is literally impossible right when you have I, here's i love this one uh cocktail hour ends at 7 30 right <laughs> everyone will be in the room by 7 35 and we will be doing introductions at 7 37 you and, betcha and i go sure thing yeah no problem no problem double guns right there Think about when you go out to dinner with your friends. Let's just say there's <laughs> uh, let's just say there's six of you, yeah. not three hundred of you. Let's yeah. say there's six of you. When the bill comes and you pay and everybody stands up <laughs> and you start saying goodnight. You time yourself next time. To the minute you get in your car in the parking lot and start driving away. Okay? Now how long Mike, if I got up right now and I said, Goodbye, Mike, how long would it take me to say goodbye to you and get in my car? You're Italian, so at least 15, 20 minutes. Okay, exactly, right? And now times it by six, and now times it by 300, right? <laughs> to move 300 bodies. It's a herd. It's a herd of people, okay? And people are talking, and your Uncle Kenny is there, and he's drunk, and he's, yeah. he's glad-handing and back-slapping, yep. right? It's going to take some time to move them into the reception space. Correct. So what I'm saying is, is... I don't want to work with people. I think that's what I'm saying. No, I, I what I'm so. saying is, is be realistic. Mm-hmm. Talk with your venue at the finals meeting. Yep. Talk with your entertainment team. Say, these are my concerns. What are you thinking? Yep. And then defer to the professionals yeah. and be weary of anyone telling you that it's got to be done down to a second or to a minute mm-hmm. timeline because it's not the case. Listen, just relax. Relax. It's not that big of a deal. No. Just let let the professionals do what, do what you got to do. And the second thing is, is when we have our consultations with our clients, we always say, manipulate the timeline. We don't say, we're going to create the timeline. Because again, the timeline is dictated by the house. Right. And the house is cooking the food. And the food determines the timeline. <laughs> and the food goes in your belly. And then, no, we won't yeah. keep going. Um, this has been terribly, um, or, or wonderfully, not terribly, wonderfully cathartic for me. So I'd appreciate, uh, everyone coming along for my, uh, my rant and vent session. Listen, here. I'm $250 an hour. I am covered by insurance. <laughs> Just to talk about timelines? Well, for your psych, it was psychology. Oh, psych- right got, yeah. got it right. Thank you. I am on a couch because once again, <laughs> we're still homeless and waiting for our podcast. But studio. we got, we got ears today. We do have ears. So you, things are moving up. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions about timeline, um, Oh, uh, go back to the beginning and listen yeah. through this. Also, again. also, by the way, before we do get out of here, I, I, I say this to Mike all the time. And when I see timelines break down in real time, I'm just like thousands and thousands of dollars are being wasted. I referenced that on the call yesterday with our client. So, oh my God. Her fear, I said, she was so. Um, I could feel like the the uh, the anticipation or the the uh, anxiety building like right behind her voice. Yeah. So I said, "What is it? Tell me what is the root of this." And it was that it was we've invested in live music. It's a, quite a hefty investment, and mm-hmm. we want to make sure we're not wasting it. And I said, "Ah, understood." So I said, "You know what my partner Mike says?" And I said, "When you and I are at a gig and the timeline is is slow and people aren't allowed to let." our band get their guests up and Mm -hmm. whatever we say thousands of dollars are being wasted so it's not that we don't want to work it's not that we no and it's quite the opposite actually right we want to play for maximum impact yes right and so and the maximum amount of time yeah definitely think about your timeline build in let's recap right Mm -hmm. think about your timeline be weary of anybody that tells you it has to be down to a second or to a minute um and build in moments where people can catch their breath 
if you want to make sure that people are always on the dance floor. I agreed. And by the way, if you want to know if your venue can do a good timeline, go back to one of our first ever episodes that Mike did about how to choose your venue. I think it was Tommy and Maddie. Yeah. Oh, Tommy and Maddie. Yeah. And it's it's the staff. So you get listen to that episode. It's 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 amazing. I have another tip of the week. We're oh gonna, wow! We're gonna end three on three freaking tips. We're I gonna love end it. on a tip of the week. Love it. Hit uh, it. And this goes back to that uh, that, that first episode, episode. Mm-hmm. when you sit down when you are evaluating your venues, mm-hmm. right? Ask them this question: How many wait servers per table, and how long does it take you to serve dinner? If the answer is 12 minutes or less for crowds of 250 or more, <laughs> sign the contract right there. You're in the right place. <laughs> for real. That's incredibly fast. That means they have at least two runners and a captain per table. And your timeline and investments across up and down your vendor team will be, all, all be maximized. Will be maximized. Big time. Thank you and good night. We just saved you money. Goodbye. By switching to Geico. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.